Welcome to the Tiffany Talks podcast show where I discuss holistic health, healing, and helping others in 30 minutes or less. I'm your host, Tiffany Patlin, a health and wellness coach, motivational speaker, best-selling author of Unlocking Your Ability to Heal, a blessed ambassador where we share a need and meet a need, founder of Cosmic Sweets, Herbal Potions, and Tiffany Patlin Health and Wellness, where I use my life experience of overcoming a life of abuse to help people just like you discover your own unique path to healing and happiness. I am on a godly mission to heal the world. everybody. <clears throat> Our special guest today is Marcy Barker. Marcy was born in Ogden, Utah. She is a mom to four beautiful daughters and found her husband while in the parking lot of Walmart. <laughs> she has been running her company, Fun and Sustainable Fitness, since 2015. When Marcy isn't building her empire, she enjoys playing games, having neighbors over for dinner, and just being funny. Today, Marcy is celebrating the launch of her first book, The Accountability Code. Yay! You can also catch her on the reality TV show Ace in the Hole later this year. Feel free to leave any questions you may have for Marcy below so she can answer them for you live and after the show. Let's welcome Marcy. Hi, Marcy. Hey, Tiffany. Uh, I love your intro. You're so freaking beautiful. I just have to say <laughs> that because I not only get to watch you, but I get to like actually know you. So I'm blessed. Oh, thank you. That really means a lot to me. I know we met, when was it? Back in, I want to say 2019? Uh, I think it was at the beginning of 2020. Yeah, because I met you, you were doing your Cosmic Suites, and I was just getting, uh, going on events, and then, you know, that didn't happen. But I did get to have your Cosmic Suites at my my event right before COVID. So, yeah, it's been two years. It was fun to read in your book, and I was like, oh, I was there at that event she's talking about. So I really enjoyed just seeing how all the different pieces put together, but I would have never guessed that that moment in time was so big for you. So thanks for sharing that. That was just really cool to put together. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's been such a joy as well meeting you and watching you go through everything as well. Because <clears throat> now you're an author. I mean, I mean, I want to talk about how you got into everything, but I don't know where to start because I'm so excited. <laughs> I want to talk about all the things. So um, you do have a book. We brought it up. Do you want to get started about the book? Like what got you to start writing this book? Why? Or about, let's start with you. Let's just start about you, how you got started. Then we'll lead into the book. Let's do that. Yeah. I feel like it is kind of a puzzle. There's a lot of different pieces that come <laughs> together, but yes, I was born and raised in Ogden, Utah. I'm one of eight kids. My mom was done having kids by age 30. So we are all very close. And I just, I found joy in um, following the same path that my parents taught me. So I was married at 18 years old. I had four kids by the age of 24. And all of that was great um, until it wasn't. <laughs> and I realized that, you know, um, maybe there's got to be some detour in this path for me to find really what I want to do and, and stop fulfilling other people's expectations. So it was actually crazy because talking about January 2020, like, 
Um, I talk about it in my book. There was a time where I hit my breaking point of abuse, dealing with abuse and people in my family that I just was like, I'm not going to go down the same path before um, or same path as before. And um, so anyway, I have just I started my business in 2015. My husband is a computer programmer um, and people always ask, they're like, did you guys like hit each other's cars or was he collecting shopping cars? <laughs> no, I he saw me in the store and something about me caught his eye because he followed me out. He followed me out of the store. And my friend and I, we both had our car doors open and he was like, hey, I was like, hi, stalker. Like, it's kind of weird. So. <laughs> We had this conversation in the parking lot that was really like sizing each other up because in his, I mean, he's six years older than me. So he was like looking for somebody to settle down with. And I was in high school, 17, but I had always prepared my life to, to be the person I wanted to marry. So anyway, we just had this conversation and it ended up and he was like, you're too young for me. And I was like, I get it. Like six years is a difference and I'm in high school. I was like, but stop calling me then. Like if I'm too young for you. <laughs> He didn't, he didn't. And yeah, so um, I was, it, I eventually did go to school and I talk about this in my book. Um, I never planned on going to college. Nobody in my family went to college. I was just raised, um, you get married and you have babies. So I was like, that's what I'm going to do. But I married into a family that really valued education. So my mother-in-law was like, you're going to go to college. And I was like, I'm going to have babies. And she said, you're going to go to college. And I was like, I'm going to have babies then at the same time. <laughs> so I graduated college. Um, I thought PE, that's probably easy. All you do is move your kids, run laps. And I got my degree in physical education and health. And um, as I was working with kids, um, I was 30 weeks pregnant, student teaching, and I beat almost all the eighth graders in a sit-up test and a mile run. And I was like, this is a problem if me as a pregnant woman can beat my students. So I told my professor, I said, something has to change. And she said, you can't talk about BMI. You can't talk about nutrition. You can't talk about family. Like there's just all these things, follow the standards, just follow the core standards. And I was like, that's cool. I went to school to help people I couldn't really help. Right. So I decided I have to help women. I have to help the decision makers. I have to help the people who are in control in the home. So Love that. Long, long story short, I did not want to be a teacher. I had my own kids to raise. And uh, my husband was like, you need to teach people on the internet, personal train on the internet. And I was like, that's stupid. Like <laughs> personal at a personal training. And he's like, no, you need to do it. And at that time I, I knew how to lose baby weight. So my programs just turned into um, uh, helping people, but I knew that the secret sauce was accountability. So um, fast forward, uh, I was on YouTube and I met somebody on YouTube and he said, I'm looking for high energy entrepreneurs who want to scale their business, who wouldn't mind being on a TV show. And I was like, that's me. You need me on your show. <laughs> and, um, we had to make sure that we were scaling our business in the right direction. And so they said, okay, as part as, as part of establishing yourself as an expert, you're going to write three books in six months. And I was like, one, one's probably good for me. You know, C's getting great. That's the kind of person I, I, I was. And so um, I put together this whole kind of, it was kind of my life story, but not really because I'm cool, but I'm not, it's not about me, what I do to help people. And so through the editing process, my, my mentor and my editors were like, did you know what you just did here? You like taught people how to follow through. 
by just teaching them what you've done. And I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, the accountability code, that really resonates with me. So anyway, that was lots of lots of jumbled pieces, but we can dive deeper into the parts that <laughs> you feel are beneficial. No, I love that you were talking about that with the book. That's really, really what I wanted to know was like, because I know I've seen you, be, you know, help people, you know, with their fitness, you get people motivated and inspired. And that's something that I really love about you. Um, those that don't know you all already, um, I watch Marcy all the time. She has her videos. She's always showing up. She's giving you tips. She she shares with her life, which I always watch your stories. I love your Facebook okay. stories. <laughs> so, um, you know, so she's really great at motivating people, inspiring people, especially in your Marcy circle. I don't think you mentioned that. You want to talk a little bit about that for those that don't know? Yeah. So Marcy circle used to be my membership. I would, uh, I would host all my information, my workouts, my meal plans, my newsletters, everything. And my whole premise was you come and show up and I will give you the next piece. And on the reality show, when we were trying to figure out which direction to scale, um, I realized that my whole transformation included a lot of coaches, a lot of different coaches. And in my own business, I was telling people, get a membership and I'll take care of you. But in reality, that's not how I transformed. And so with the help, I actually discontinued my membership. And I was like, I have to take a jump. I have to take a leap. And so now what I do is I help people on a much more customized level. So instead of bombarding them with information, because get anything for free on the internet right what you cannot get on the internet is the ability to follow through and the ability to be accountable and that's where my coaching comes in because tiffany everybody does stuff they know they're not supposed to and everybody fails to do things they know they're supposed to so my job as a life and fitness coach is to take all the pieces and say okay what's our next best step and when it's right and customized for you accountability becomes easy and seamless because it's something that you're actually motivated and inspired by because you value it. So Marcy Circle is still there. And I'm so blessed to have a really awesome group of women who have been with me for years and years and years. So I'm especially grateful that now I have this system, the accountability code and a book to help them just take it up to the next level because it's not all about how you look or how you eat or how you exercise, but there's so much more inside of us. And you know that. I'm, I mean, I'm preaching to the choir. Anybody who follows you values that. <laughs> so thank you for always putting that message out because that's really, it, that's what it is. Unlocking your ability to heal. And my job is I've become nicknamed loving kick in the pants because that's what <laughs> people do. It's like, girl, you know, you need to do it. And I'm going to hold your hand. I'm going to guide you. I'm going to, I'm going to boost you up every single step of the way, but ultimately I can't do it for anybody. They've got to do it for themselves. And so I'm really good at just helping them do it. That tough love, right? You're really good at loving them in a tough way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. That's Is that what you said? Because your body said something different when I asked you. Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. Um, well, that's really cool to hear about how you're um, updating everything with Marcy Circle. Um, and now we know, you know, kind of what motivated you to become a life and fitness coach. And I just want to say thank you because yes, you know how I'm all about health and, and the mind, body, and soul, but, um, physical health, like that's really important. And, you know, I always say it comes in two parts. It's nutrition as well as fitness. You can't, you can't look at one and not the other. They really are the same. 
that's the reason why with me, I didn't want to, you know, separate the two and to make it four pillars because I really feel like I want people to look at it as one it's fitness and nutrition. You cannot like, what, what would you say about that? If somebody just wanted to focus on their fitness and not their nutrition and vice versa. Yeah. Uh, so in an interview yesterday, somebody asked me, they said, what comes first fitness or life? And I was like, hmm, this is a good question. And I like this question as well, because the answer is always going to be, it depends. Like it totally depends. So one thing that I tell people is you can avoid exercise, but you can't avoid food. And the reason I say that is because it resonates with people. They're like, oh my gosh, yeah, I can't. Like I have to eat sometimes a day. So um, my job as a life and fitness coach has always been to bridge the gap between why people come to a trainer and what they really need in their life. So people like us who have mastered some of those habits of nutrition and fitness, we know that they come together, but sometimes people need just one thing to work on at a time. So that's why I'm just like, oh, you want to lose 30 pounds in eight weeks? I can help you. But I'm like, we're going to learn something different. <laughs> that's going to be more fulfilling to your life. But really, the, the whole accountability code is about pairing your mind and your body so that your body never holds you back from living your true purpose. And people can deny exercise all day long, but it's like, Hey girl, you're going to get to a point where your body is screaming at you. So why don't we learn to listen while it whispers so that we never get to that screaming point. So, I mean, I personally, I love moving my body, but there's times where I'm like, if you tell me I have to move my body that way, like, "Mm -mm, no, thanks. I'm not, I'm going to do what I want to do. And really that's my job as a coach is to help them figure out what they want to do and then take action because we know they work on one, the rest of the areas are going to be improving. But when you are dedicated to one area of your life, it's easy to use that same motivation and dedication and just change the action steps. Yes. I wanted to ask you about that, about how can you share with somebody, somebody who's listening right now that is like, what do you mean? Listen to your body. I've no, what is she talking about? Like, what would you say to that person? Those, those people that are listening that want to listen to their body, they just, they're clueless. What would you say to them? Yeah. So listening to your body, um, I think requires stillness because if we've constantly got something in our hands, that's going to distract us or a screen in our face. Like we all know what it's like to try and listen to our kids with our phone in our hand. Like it's not going to work. So the very first step of the accountability code is reflection. And that is you sitting with your thoughts and your feelings and just saying, what is going on? Um, and it's, it's going to, it's going to take some dedication, not hours, but it's going to take a time for you to say, okay, I'm going to put this down. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to close my eyes if I need to. And I'm just going to think like, what am I, what are, what are the messages that are coming in? Like, oh, I know I've been neglecting myself. I know I'm not happy at work or, or whatever comes. Um, and I do have a free quiz on my website, um, how to connect your mind and your body. So when you take the quiz, it's going to help you determine what your superpowers are when it comes to connecting your mind and your body, because everybody is different. So maybe I just said, you know, sit, close your eyes, think about it. And somebody watching this is like, no, I'm not going to do that. I don't, I, I'm not a hippie. Like I'm, I don't want to do that. Just <laughs> tell me what I need to do and I'll go do it. And so the good thing is I can help you. I can help you do that. But in order for you to listen to your body, you have to put yourself in a state of self-reflection or self-awareness. And that's exactly what accountability is. If you are doing one of my programs and you're tracking your progress through my app, you got to stop for a second and say, how did I do with water? 
how did I do with sleep? How did I do with self-care? And how did I do with movement? So when you practice listening, your messages are going to become more clear. But I'm not going to lie. Like, I can't tie your hands behind your back and force you to listen. So I can kick you in the pants <laughs> and, and help you figure out what that mode of reflection is for you. But everybody's got something inside of them that really wants to truly be understood. Yes, I would agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, and those people that have a hard time um, and aren't able to sit still, um, I encourage you to pay attention to those thoughts and think about even the reason. Like if you're like, I can't sit with my thoughts, I would encourage you to ask yourself why. Why can you not sit alone with your thoughts? There's something there. Your body's trying to clue you in. Perhaps there's some trauma that's being stored and you need healing around that. So I love that you said that. Um, sitting in silence is such a beautiful thing because we have to get back, I feel, to learning about who we are on a personal level. Just like you said, everywhere you turn, there's a distraction. It's the phone. It's the kids. It's the TV. It's work. It's this. I mean, you name it. And that's kind of why I'm really all about it's not... Even fitness, I feel like fitness and nutrition, it's not a fad. It's not something you do for a season. It's really a lifestyle. Like we really need to get back to caring about ourselves, our health, mentally, physically, and spiritually in every way. Because if we keep ignoring all of that and just keep our head down and just struggling through life, I mean, I feel like that's all it's going to be. It's just going to be a struggle. And one day you're finally going to wake up and be like, where did life go? Like what happened? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be that way, you know, and I love that you help people take just one step at a time. So this can be overwhelming to somebody who's never focused on their fitness and nutrition, but it doesn't have to be. Right. And that's why people like you are there to help them. Like, just like they said, if you need this, she's going to help you. If you need her to be stern, she'll be stern. If you yeah. need her to educate you, she's going to educate you. You know, if you have a question, she's there to answer it for you. This is what I really love what you're doing because it's this is needed, especially more so now than I think ever. We really need to hone in on our health. Yeah. Thank what do you. you think? What do you think is the reason that's really holding people back from just saying, okay, I'm going to exercise today or I'm going to make a healthy food choice, like on a global yeah. scale? Think uh, that's that? a good question because it, it leads into the second step of the oh. <laughs> It's called humility. It's really like, you think you can have what that person has without doing the work? No, I'm sorry. Nobody can do your reps for you. Like humility is tapping into the resources that are available to you. And it's also taking an honest approach to who you are right now. There's a reason why you haven't reached your goals yet. And and sometimes you have to look in the mirror and nothing's going to change until you admit that. So reflection, it's like, I don't care if you don't want to sit and think like you already have thoughts that are speaking to you. Humility is tuning into Tiffany talks to listening to these things that actually can help you. And then the third step is planning. So it's like, okay, I sit, I've been watching Tiffany for a long time and I'm ready to do something. Well, I'm going to go pick up her book. You guys in Tiffany's book, she has so many resources, tons and tons of resources that if I was going to practice being accountable and I'm at the point where I need a plan, I'm going to look in that book and say, what do I want to do? What do I want to have come to pass? And then go from there. So humility is a big one. And in my book, um, I, I researched so hard on humility because my dad compared me to Satan. My dad believed that I was so prideful in my life that I had no humility. And I was like, um, first of all, I'm hurt. 
uh, also, um, that's just another form of abuse that I've dealt with. And I'm like, I have to figure this out. So by doing so, it's like humility has its place in your ability to be accountable and to follow through. I love that. Yeah, I love everything you say. <laughs> You're speaking my language, girl. You're just speaking my language. Yeah. Um, I have another question for you, and this one's more about nutrition. Um, how would you say that nutrition has changed over the past few decades? Um, coming from having a degree in physical education and health, one of the things that we learned hard was the rates of obesity and how common it is for kids to be more unhealthy than their parents. And when I first got into my my very first program I created was called the Healthy Eating Challenge. I still run it. I'm, I'm doing it with a neighboring city right now. And what's changed is people just assume that food is good because it's sold somewhere. <laughs> and, and I'm just like, it's just like with money, finances, everything. It's like, I can't, I can't force you to eat well. And I can't force you to care about certain things. So um, I think the lack of accountability in our food choices is what's really detrimental to, to health. So, but you say a few decades and I'm like, I'm only like 18. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Really. It's like anybody, anybody who is losing track of their health, they're, they're assuming that things are okay when they're not. And they are just turning over their food choices to environments, to social pressure, to norms, the standard American diet. Like right. you have, you have to be accountable. Like I, I always, I say this in every interview. I eat donuts. I like donuts, but do you? I'm not going to let myself believe that they're healthy. <laughs> like I know what's in them, and I know I'm eating it. But in order for people to really understand food, you have to say. I'm in charge of my nutrition. I'm in charge of my health and I'm in charge of making my choices. And then whatever choices you make, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be good because you have intention to take care of your body at at times. You know, sometimes we eat garbage. We know it's garbage, but you know, that's the fun part of fun and sustainable. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's fine. As long as it's in balance, as long as you're not having a donut every single day, like us, my husband on the weekend, he'll come home with donuts. And I'm just like, why? <laughs> but he's not, he'll, he'll see this interview and be like, Marcy, you see donuts. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's a treat for the kids. And I'm like, well, you could have gotten a better treat, you know. So, But I have to be the one that's kind of like, it's okay. It's okay. Because I don't want my children to grow up, you know, wanting to eat McDonald's all day every day because and donuts and this and that because I, you know, restricted them. Instead, what I'm trying to do is by me learning about nutrition and fitness and how important it is, I'm able to then educate my children, which is why if somebody out there in the audience is listening, if you have children and you are not as healthy as you could be, I mean, we should want to do it for ourselves. But if you really need that motivation, it's your children. I mean, wouldn't you say your children help motivate you at times when it comes to your health? Oh, definitely. And um, having a degree in physical education and health, I realized that parents are so, so important. And when I first started personal training, um, I got this message on Facebook and some lady was like, I want you to train me. I'm like 40 pounds overweight. And she's like, can you also train my daughter? And I was like, give me more details. She's like, my daughter is also 40 pounds overweight and she's in third grade. And I was like, 
Oh my goodness. Uh, it's a good thing I was communicating through a screen because I, this is what I did. How, how sad. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of times people want things for their kids, but it's like, your kids are learning from you. And that's like, that's the tough love. And it is sad to sometimes recognize like your kids are struggling because you have struggled, but the very best thing you can do is take care of yourself. And they're going to learn the same coping strategies that you do. They're going to start speaking your language, whatever it is. But also like I have four daughters and I would get, I would get comments all the time. Oh, you have four daughters, no boys. And I'm just like, no, like I was meant to have daughters. Like these girls are going to rock the world. And, and I, I mean, they'll find good boys, but no, like I have daughters and what am I going to teach my daughters? And I actually talk about it in the book because there's so many expectations that were placed upon me that I was like, I don't want my daughters to feel like they have to fulfill anybody, ex anybody else's expectations. Because ultimately that's where we fail and being accountable is that we're trying to be accountable to the wrong things. Ooh. So I think I'm getting off topic, but. Like, no, that's deep. That was good. <sighs> it's true. Like, no, you, what you're saying is gold. I mean, cause it's true. Um, we, as parents, I feel have a really good responsibility. We have a strong responsibility when it comes to our children's health. Um, they do copy us and they don't know what's right and what's wrong. So they will copy both what you do. That's right. And wrong, good and bad. They will mock it. They will copy it. Um, yeah. um, sometimes I can, you know, say a curse word here and there, and I'm trying really hard not to do that. And, um, you know, the last thing I want is for my children to be walking around copying what mommy says, you know, they don't know. So yeah. it's really, really important to see. And so, yeah, it's just, you're just speaking gold. So thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. And as we come to the end of our show, I'd really love for you to share something very profound, something that you can tell somebody that may be listening right now, that is like just right there on the brink of saying yes to taking care of their health. What can you say to them that's just going to say, they're going to say, you know what, I'm doing it. How can I get in touch with Marcy? Yeah, no brainer question, because this is my message that I want everybody to know and understand and live by. And it's the saying, true happiness comes only when our spirits learn to control our bodies, training mm -hmm. them to be governed by the laws of God. So when you are going in the fitness industry and you're trying to find that next workout, the next thing to eat, just remember the whole entire purpose of having a healthy body is to fulfill what's here on the inside. So when you're going about your day, take some time to just listen and say, you know what? I did like that girl, Marcy. What am I going to do about it? Message me, act on it. You know, Tiffany really helped me. What am I going to do? Buy her book, like take action. The only way for your body to truly be controlled by your spirit is if you learn to act on what you know and what you feel. And it's little tiny things. Like I'm not asking you to work out in the gym for five days a week. Like, I, and I don't even want to do that half the time. <laughs> what I can commit to is saying, Marcy, I love you. And Marcy, I trust you. And Marcy, I'm going to listen to the next thing that you think we should do. And that's where it all comes from. So just remember True happiness comes only when our spirits learn to control our bodies, training them to be governed by the laws of God. Don't doubt yourself. Like you are a smart person and you know what your body is craving. You know what your life is craving. And it just takes one little step each and every day. So if you need help and say, Marcy, I love all this stuff. I, I don't know how to do it. Message me because I can help you pull out the very best action steps for you 
that are going to be fun and they're going to be sustainable. And I can promise you follow through is going to be simple when it's the right action step for you. Yes. There's some gold for you. Pick it up, put it in your pocket. <laughs> Be sure to check out uh, Marcy and follow her on all her social media. I'll have all her links in the description box. Thank you so much, Marcy, for coming on. And congratulations for your book launch today. Um, I'm so proud of you, excited for you, and just, you know, I'm just beaming with happiness. So oh, thank you. Well, before you end, I just have to shout you out again. You guys, Writing a book is not easy. And Tiffany was somebody that I messaged frequently and was like, what do I do about this? What do I do? You know, I was expecting her to send me a bill. She never did. <laughs> she was just always there to help me. And um, I just am so blessed to have people like Tiffany in my corner, loving me and supporting me. And if you guys are watching this and you see, I mean, I know this happens. People are watching you, but they're not telling you that they're watching you. If you guys are watching Tiffany, reach out to her, thank her for what she's doing. And, um, your life will be better by having Tiffany in your corner. So I just, you're, you're beautiful. And I'm so lucky. Like I know Tiffany Palin, you guys, <laughs> we're friends and we actually, we, we, I have her information guys. Anyway, so thank, you, thank you for all you do. And, and your book was just so inspiring that I put it down and I was like, man, if Tiffany can do that, like I can do whatever I want to. Anyway, so I value you and what you've been through and your courage to share it because it, it could not have been easy. It, it wasn't. But people like you giving me that feedback just means the world to me. It just it it. It warms my heart to know that I inspired you because you inspire me. So it's just like a beautiful match made in heaven. I love it. <laughs> <A> hug. <laughs> Thanks so much, girlfriend. We'll, we'll be in touch and you take care. Hey, have a good day, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Oh, that was so good. All right. Thank you to everybody today watching and listening um, today's episode. Uh, whether you're watching live or on replay, thank you so much. Feel free to comment with what resonated with you, and I appreciate all of your reviews. You can help me reach my 2022 goal, which is to spread the word by inviting your friends and family to like and follow on Facebook and subscribe on YouTube. You can also listen at your leisure on major podcast platforms. And I don't have a quote for you today, uh, but I just want you to go back and rewind and listen to what Marcy said, because what her takeaway was beautiful. You have the power to change your life. All you have to do is just do it. If you have that little inkling in your head, that's like telling you to do it. And if you keep thinking about it all day, that's a clue that you're meant to do something about this. Reach out to Marcy, get her book, The Accountability Code, follow her on social media. She's launching her book today. And that's it for me. I'm Tiffany Patlin, signing off until the next episode. Thanks for watching, everybody. Bye.